This is Billy Corbin, co-founder of Rack and Tour, director of Cocaine Cowboys, The U, and Magic City Hustle, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. How dare you? How dare you not watch? Huh? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking about dare you. All right. Hey, it's Achilles C. I like you threw in the C there this time. I don't know. So you just, get to... uh, I remember the one criticism we got from our one positive review ever was like, but use your own names. <laughs> I'm right. not going to not use fake names. So at least I'm going to put as much of my real name in there as possible. <laughs> solid, solid, solid. There you go. That's Achilles C, the vice minister of heat propaganda. I am your boy, Larry Fresh, also known as Finstradamus. And this is the Evening Juice with Lemon City Live, season seven, episode 53. Big thank you to everybody who's tuning in. If you're watching on the stream, pop a little comment. Let us know where you're watching from. Again, thanks for hanging out with us. Always, always great. Oh, look. No, no, that's covering up your thing. I'll take that off. <laughs> Let's just go with this one. Here we go. Um, remember, you can follow us at Lemon City Live on every social media. And if you're listening to us on the podcast later on, make sure to hit the like, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your family share with your enemies share with everybody juice the but, algorithm juice the algorithm oh that should be the the hashtag right there juice the algorithm i dig it i dig it achilles has fixed his audio problems that have plagued in the last couple of episodes so we're ready we're we're back i just realized i left all my shirts hanging here i was i literally was gonna be like did you strategically leave like your golf shirts there to be like no nope, i'm sorry oh total oh, accident is, i just i left my golf shirts out i'm gonna be able to be on the links later <laughs> no this has become my dressing room for work since i got this whole uh you know different wardrobe i got a sport so yeah that was a mistake that was supposed to be an oversight uh big thank you to our streaming partner uh, the Five Reasons Sports Network. We're streaming on their YouTube page right now. Yeah. Five Reasons Sports YouTube. Big thank you to everybody who's watching there. Thank you so much. Uh, we got a great show today. It's going to be a, a good time. So hang out. Stick around for a while. Make yourself at home. Grab yourself a drink. Uh, on today's show, we're going to break down a little bit of last night's great game. Or was it? I got some opinions. We'll talk a little NFC you West. You have controversial opinions controversial opinions man no get ready way, man if, bro if you're a dolphins fan stick around man because finster has got some big news man I, big news <laughs> i had a really good vision last night uh and uh, i'll talk more about it uh shortly uh as well on today's show we'll do a little nfl picks achilles and i are going to try to win you some money maybe oh. gus will join us and try to win us some money too 
Uh, Last time we did this, the only person who was winning you money was Gus. The rest, both of us, were very bad at it. I don't recall. I think I I was pretty good. Mm, I feel like I'm I'm pretty sure we were both very very bad, and Gus was very very good. Uh, I'm gonna have to not. We're better than us, not necessarily good, but better than us. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll We'll uh, see. We'll see. You never know. we'll, we'll, We'll. We'll find out on Tuesday. We'll find out on Tuesday. We got five games on the slate here, including the Dolphins game. We're going to pick. We're going against the spread here. We're going to try to level up here as professional uh, degenerate gamblers. <laughs> as th- we will be able to do this legally very soon. Yes. In one of our many beautiful casinos here in Dallas, South Florida. Heck so yeah, we, dude. We got to get the juices going before it becomes real. Yeah, for sure. Going to be a good time. So <laughs> we got that going on. Uh, we also will bash into Miami a little later. We got the great Alex Winley, the most knowledgeable, the most connected, and the smartest person to talk about inter Miami out there. He's, she's gonna join us close yeah she's gonna Nothing join against us. all of our other good friends that cover the team but. yeah y'all good y'all good <laughs> but she's just a little bit better you know what i mean so and only the best here at the most factually unfactual show but no, no legit she's good she's great she'll be on she'll be joining us a little later so stick around for that and then if we got a little time man we'll do a little uh baseball is picking up we got playoff games we got one in progress right now we'll uh have to check in on the score a little later uh, we have another one that's starting at about 30 minutes from now. The big one Bro, I'm looking forward to. So Game 5 Western Conference WNBA uh, semifinals right now, bro. Oh, Phoenix snap. and Las Vegas going at it. And Chicago Exciting. won the East, right? Yeah. Oh. Knocked yeah. out my own personal Connecticut son and Auburn legend, Dewana Bonner. It was very hurtful to me. Oh, man. And the Chicago team is really good at basketball. <laughs> that's the Candace Parker team, right? Yeah. Uh, Candace Parker, uh, Quigley, and then this girl I'd never heard of named Cooper is just a baller. Yeah, overall. Which one baller. is uh, Deladon on? Is she still? She's on Mystics, I believe. Okay, that girl, she can ball, man. She can hoop. I like watching her play. Uh, and LA, uh, the Vegas has, um, oh, the Vegas got some ballers on that squad. Yeah, so Asia that Vegas... Wilson and Cambridge and a couple of other Cambridge. People. Man, yeah. yeah, she. Oh man, I she's saw like videos Shaq, of her. dude. Oh my yeah. God. So she's, smooth with her post, and she's gigantic. It's amazing. Yes, it's it's bro. She just I saw her just dogging dudes, and I was like, yeah. "Yo, this is what's up," you know? Because Brittany Griner can dunk and everything, but no, like dude, I was like, I've been watching these games. She has the like the the Bam Adebayo elbow jumper, dude. They just leave her open. She's like, "All right, yeah, ball, she ball, can shoot, ball, she can ball, ball, she can do all that stuff." <laughs> but the, the way she's uh, manhandling these ladies out there is is awesome, man. I like watching her. Yeah. Uh, so all right, cool. Plenty to talk about, man. Plenty, so plenty, much, so much stuff, so much sports, huh? <laughs> so you want to talk about something else then? <laughs> How about October is going to be the greatest month? October twenty twenty one is going to be the greatest month in movies in a long time. Really? What, what James is, uh... Bond came out. Um, what do you call is this it? The last? Dude? What was the yes, last James Bond the... before this one? Was it Skyfall? Or I feel like there was something else. No, it was another one, and I can't think of the name. <laughs> is this the one that Billie Eilish is doing the song? I think so, but this is the last Daniel Craig one, for oh, sure. Man. Like This like one him. for 100%, yeah. Okay. And then I you like got him. Dune later in the month. You got Last Duel. You got House of Gucci. You got, uh, there's a really good French movie that just came out that I want to see. Like, it's, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Wes, new Wes Anderson movie coming out. It's insanity. All right. Insanity. A lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff to take in. Uh, we'll have to dive into that <laughs> we'll a little a later. Sep- though. At the end of the month, we'll do a separate movie podcast where I'll review all the movies that I've seen. And then I'm in massive, massive debt because I'm going to the movies 
four times a week. <laughs> super, super down for it. Super down for it. Bro, I can't even recall the last time I went to a movie theater. It was obviously pre-pandemic. I haven't gone since, but I don't even remember the last movie I saw. It's been that long, but we'll uh we'll, we'll definitely do that movie podcast. Lemon City <laughs> at the at the movies. We'll do that. But last night, yo, okay. Did you watch the game? Like real time. I watched the end because I was watching um USA Jamaica. Oh, that's right. You were, so I, you caught, were I caught the very end of the game. So you were doing our, our good soccer homework there. Uh, I was watching the game. First off, the uniform battle, not as bad as I was expecting. How do you feel about those neon green highlighter uniforms that uh not I a fan? I want highlighter. No. In any team, in any sport, bro. I don't know. I feel like it works for them because they were like the first ones to do it, but okay, I'm not saying I like it. I'm saying it works. Mean, yeah, exactly. It works because it's their thing, not because yeah. it's good. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so Seattle comes out in these uh, green highlighters. The Rams come out in their dirty blue or their dirty white jerseys. Dude, it's... Why? Why are they doing that? Like, have they not gotten the memo? Like, the everybody's... all blue looks so good. Yeah. And everything else they do is garbage. No, no, no. The white, when they wear the white, white is nice. When they wear the white with the yellow pants like they did week one, Ooh, that was no, fly. Yeah. That was fire. Oh, they look eyes, good. Bro. They look good. But anyway uh so i was watching the game seattle uh the skinny right now russell wilson is injured oh i just saw he's gonna be out for six to eight weeks or something yeah out for at least a month the next four games um no more middle finger they tore that bitch off yeah dude (laughs) a kind of i think this is gonna fortify my finster damas prediction um a little more but well more on that in a little bit here but first off the my takeaway from the game last night uh I've been, you know, I've been a Rams sympathizer now for the past few years. I, I like what they're doing. I think Sean McVay is like, well, it pisses me off that he's younger than me, you know, and he's out there doing like he's the dream. Barely older than I am. I know. And I he's... barely have a real job. He's been to the Super Bowl. Dude. <laughs> Dude's been to the Super Bowl. And uh so I'm I've been like, you know, I'm partial to the Rams. I like what they're doing. I like how they how their flow. Before this season started, I was really high on the acquisition of Stafford. I think it's great for them. But I came across an interesting statistic, and and I realized it while I was watching the game last night. I was like, man, something is off, you know? And it's not that they they don't have Jared Goff, you know? Ah, uh, see? Uh, something else was off. It's not the lack of Goff. Something was, else was Goff. <laughs> something else was Goff, yes. <laughs> that works better. Um, so I was watching, something was bothering me and troubling me, and... And I, and I started to put my finger on it. If you recall in the whole existence of Matthew Stafford in Detroit, has there ever been, did he ever, do you ever recall a Detroit Lions running game at all during his tenure there? Not really. No, no, they've never had the premier runner. They rely solely like, like he's a gunslinger. Like you said, you love the gunslingers. He loves to sling it <laughs> everywhere. He's racked up 5,000 yards a couple of times. I think he's, he's great, but. Never had the running game. One of the things that made Sean McVay, like, kid genius compared to, like, the rest of these old coaches, you know, then the fact that he's taking on a guy who was seven years old last night in Pete Carroll. So McVay, he's he's innovative, man. And I was looking at it, and the number is they were the – they ran the second most number of play-action plays last season. And this season so far, they have the second lowest. You know what I mean? And that tells you that they're kind of – shape-shifting here into just a better Lions team. And I don't like that because that's not what they're supposed to They're better Lions team with a better defense because their defense was on point. They locked it down second half. They killed it. But 
when it comes to overall the offense, I don't want to put all this stuff on Stafford, but it looks like that's what they're doing. And and that kind of worries me because I had them pegged as the best team in, in the NFC. I like them a lot and definitely in the NFC West, but I think they, they, they got to show me some stuff here, man, because they're running backs. I, I know they used to count a lot on Gurley, man. Gurley was great, but he's been gone for a couple of years and what they have back there in that backfield. I don't know. I kind of started seeing like just a better Lions team last night and not the Rams. And that kind of worried me a little bit. But when you look at the NFC West, though, do you think are you more on the cards? Like, are you buying this cards for no thing right They're now? Good or they... and all, but like I said, Kyler Murray is great and all. But at any moment, that yeah. fucking flashy do whatever you want to do, run around is going to bite you in the ass two to three times. Yeah, like, you know, there's gonna be two to three game, three games a year where it's just like, God damn it, dude! <laughs> just drop back like a regular guy, please. <laughs> yeah. I feel it completely, and I think everybody's real high. Like everyone, uh, I like all these gas bags on TV and on the radio are talking about like Kyler Murray early uh, MVP favorite, and I'm like, all right, yeah, so great. It's I like think a what, month. why people are high on the cards is because they did the complete opposite of what the Dolphins did last year. Okay, because I think both teams were in the same spectrum at the end okay. of last year. Good records, good winning records, turn things around kind of quickly. Yeah. Let's build on it. And what did they do? They went out and got Chandler Jones. They went out and got Julio, uh, not, uh, AJ Green. Like they made moves and the, yeah. uh, they got JJ Watt. You know yeah. what I mean? The team is better. And the Dolphins did the complete opposite where they literally didn't bring anyone in. And now somehow the team is worse. You know what yeah. I mean? Very I think poo-poo. they're getting a lot of credit because they actually had a productive offseason and addressed things that were a problem last year, and now they're the only undefeated team left. You know what I mean? I feel you. But yeah. still, like, if I had to choose head-to-head, who am I putting money on? I'm putting money on the Rams, dude. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like the Rams, to me, have the better balance of both. Yeah, J.J. Watt's great and all, but he's also old. I'm just saying, but they also brought in Chan- – like, if they would have yeah. just brought in J.J. Watt, then you're like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Channel but Jones, to have a guy like that as your third, even fourth pass rusher, yeah. regardless of how washed he is, that's still good. No, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I think that what they got going on here is is interesting. I think the cards are just – I don't know. I'm I'm not big on Kyler Murray. Like, I like him. I think he's he's got that pop, you know, that can explode at In any time. In today's but it goes... NFL, it's more important to have a guy like Kyler Murray than, than a guy like McCorkle even, who's yeah. just going to stand there. Yeah. Because – in in NFL, the defenders are so big, strong, and fast that unless you know your offensive line is great and you're gonna be able to get that ball out quickly, yeah. you need a guy who can improvise. That why do you think Lamar Jackson was the MPB of the league and people still say the guy can't throw? You know, yeah, what I unbelievable. Mean? You win an MVP and people still criticize the guy. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Get out of I here. think I, it, not that a running scrambling quarterback is better than yeah. a pocket passer, but if you're gonna have to choose an okay pocket passer or an okay runner, okay runner is worth so much more right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Taylor Murray is a hundred times better than two of Yeah, right and now. That's, again, they are the same person in terms yeah. of arm strength, accuracy. Blah, blah, blah. The only difference is Tua has become a fucking statue and the guy can't move, he yeah. can't improvise, and he gets bashed to bits where Kyler Murray, again, is he the greatest throw in the world? Is he the greatest this? Maybe not. But he can do enough to overcome that stuff. So yeah. it is what um, it is. Yeah, it is. Like you said, it is what it is. And last night, you saw it when it came to uh, to the Rams. They put it together the second half. 
I like what Stafford did. They move now to what four and one. Mm-hmm. To, uh, Coming one, off a win know. against the Bucks, like people forget. Yeah. <laughs> Coming. Uh, well, they they, they they um yeah they had beat though. Yeah. They lost to the Bucks. Yeah, that's their one loss is the Bucks. Oh, I thought they won. Wait. Yeah, no, they came off. Yeah, yeah, throwing me off there. I was like, no, 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 they're four and one. They have their one loss against the Bucks. Damn it, I really thought they won. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're always prepared here. You know what I mean? Uh, so I still think that they're the class of the West over there. Now the Niners are the team that I feel kind of weird. Like I don't know. I like they can't stay healthy. There's too much weird things that are going on over there. Like Jimmy G looks good, but then it's also like. You got Trey Lance. Like, it's just so strange. It's it, it really doesn't matter. It, they've had how many running backs are hurt now? Like, come on. <laughs> Lots of blah, blah, blah. Cindy the intern greater than Finster Donald. No, I don't no. know who that is. Hashtag One, fact. Cindy the intern is good at actual football topics. Finster Domus is good at predictions. It's right. very different. Get it right. Bro. Get it right. Get it right. Hashtag <laughs> unprepared here. She has gotten real bold ever since she kicked your ass in fantasy, dude. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry that I unleashed the, the yeah, monster. Yeah, you unleashed the cracker over there. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, I, yeah, last night's game got me thinking, man. I was watching this. Uh, Bucks lost to Rams. Yeah. Did they? I don't, man. Like, you're trying, bro, you're trying to gaslight me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> you're I just like, like I oh, no. Tom Brady's never lost a game ever in That's his life. right. 34-24. Thank Thanks, you, Alex. I should have believed in myself. Why would I even listen to you? That's, that's, <laughs> that's your fault there. I appreciate you helping us out there, like, man. I'm going nuts. <laughs> well, who did the Raps lose to then? I've, oh, who am I forgetting? The, wasn't it the first game of the season? Or they lost uh, to the Cardinals. Oh, my God. I don't know, no, man. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, if you know who the Rams lost to, since we don't have our, our support team in, in, in studio today, um, we and really miss my our... computer because then it does this when I start typing. Yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> what ended up happening. Whoever's out there, who did the Rams lose to? That's the biggest question. That's the title of the show. Who did the Rams lose to? <laughs> Episode 53. We have no idea. Um, what happened, though, is that our a little little humble brag here, our show. Oh, see, Alex says the Cardinals. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I had it backwards. Yeah. Um, they, they they beat the Bucks, lost the Cardinals, and the Bucks. They, all right. Yeah. Now it all makes sense. I am a worthless host. I apologize for my <laughs> my confusion and everything. Thirty seven twenty. All right, yeah, they got rocked. All right, Alex, you man, you should be part of the show clutch. here. Hashtag Carlos. <laughs> Way to go, coming clutch. I appreciate your help. Um, anyway, I, I I lost where I was going with this. I'm just a bad host. <laughs> there was something I was going to say here, but you know, I realized I'm just not good at this, and uh, I didn't. I, wow, man. Anyway, that was a big fail. But uh, I did notice while I was watching the game yesterday, a couple of things stood out, man. Seattle is not very good. Yeah. I'm not. They're... They had their time. They had their time. Yeah. Legion of Boom, gone. Doesn't exist anymore. Bobby good. Wagner, great player, but that but rest old. of that team. Yeah, Jamal Adams. Hell. Remember they traded a bunch of people for Jamal Adams? They got like two first round picks for like a yeah. safety? You know? Like, it was like two first round Two. Two first, a third. It was a huge and, haul, yeah. Yeah, a huge haul for the Jets, well, you know what I mean? He was like a top five pick, too. Yeah, and uh, Jamal Adams, great. You know, oh, Taylor says, right, Legion of Busted. I like that, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, hard times in Seattle right now. And that kind of got, you know, the gears thinking in my head. And Seattle now drops to, I think, two and three on the season. They just lost, like we mentioned at the top of the show, Russell Wilson for the next month at least hand injury um if you recall at the beginning of this year 
when uh, the whole towards the end of last season, right? While we were still on onside, I remember having a discussion where we were talking about, and this is where we always give credit to Gus being the first one to talk about Watson as, you know, the, the guy that the, the Dolphins should go after. I, I remember that Russell was West, uh, Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Don't, don't do, don't pull not, me, that's bro. Your that's, move. That's, that's my your move. move. <laughs> that's your move there. Uh, <laughs> I remember that Russell Wilson was unhappy in Seattle after last season. He wanted out and he had, you know, actually submitted his trade destinations um, to who he wanted, where he wanted to go. And the Dolphins were on that list. Now, this was after last season, before this season, obviously. Uh, he reconciled with Seattle, but it got the gears thinking, bro. There's a reason. And this is where Finstradamus comes in here, okay? Finstradamus has a vision. Finstradamus had this, the, the, the sky opened up. You know, clouds parted and a light came down on Hard Rock Stadium. And I was looking at it. And in that light, like a beacon coming out, just a, just, a short beacon, a, small a beacon. short beacon. It was not very <laughs> tall, but he came out like this with Ciara in tow. There came out <laughs> little Russell Wilson in his number three jersey, ready and willing to play for the Miami Dolphins. And I, I think that this is what's going to happen, bro. In the light was not Deshaun Watson. Get out of here. Uh, Taylor, it's not, that's not who it was. It was, it yeah. was, and then it, it was. was, yeah. Uh, see, <laughs> I can grab Cammy Cam, yeah, they can go after him. Uh, hashtag wait for Watson. I know a lot of you are on that, and fine, you guys, you hashtag wait for rapist, wait for rapist. So, no. um, <laughs> but I started thinking, and yo, Steven Ross is obviously two is not Steven Ross's guy. Is it Watson? Probably he likes Watson, it's not a uh. It's not a very well kept secret that he that he likes Watson, but Russell Wilson could be the guy that can provide us something the same way that Peyton Manning provided the Broncos some years back towards the end of his career. Now, Russell's not at that same point in his career as this guy. I feel like his window is still bigger than what Peyton had left at the end, you know, when he went to Denver. But I think that there's still Something there. I think the interest is mutual. Miami is always a preferred destination for a lot of players. And there's a lot of similarities between that Denver team and us. Championship-level defense. You can make that face all you want. <laughs> you can make that face all you want. But it's a championship defense that we have here. We've established already we have a premier tight end. Not a great tight end, but we have a really good tight end, right? And we have decent receivers. What we don't have is somebody that really just gets the best out of these guys. Now, we were counting on a Tua. But then when you really think about it, if Ryan Fitzpatrick could win with this team, you know what I mean, in the busted-up shape that it was, why can't a guy like Russell Wilson come in here and do it? So I don't think the things that are detriment to us right now would be a detriment to him. And Finstradamus, the way he looks at this is that Russell Wilson could come in here, elevate the level of play, and at the same time, here's another thing that people are, are overlooking. When it comes to the Watson thing, the Texans have made it clear they don't want Tua back in anything. So now... The complication of the deal is you have to get a third team involved to take Tua because you're not going to have Watson and Tua on the same team. Here's the better switch. I'm not going to get in the way of the vision. Here is the better. Here's the better. Uh, the option here, Russell Wilson, either in a trade. I don't know what his contract status is. I don't know if they could just release him or if he's up at the end or whatever it is. But let's just go with the trade scenario here. And he comes in. You can actually have an asset with Tua sent back over there that can alleviate basically the ransom that the Texans want. For Watson will not be what Seattle is going to command here. You know what I mean? Seattle's not going to be asking for a ransom here. And 
all that Russell Wilson wants is to be heard. That was his whole big gripe with Seattle is that, you know, he's like, yo, I won a Super Bowl. I've done everything for you guys. I took you to another Super Bowl. I've been here, but I'm not buying into this philosophy. I'm not buying into what's going on lately. I don't like it. I want my voice to be heard on certain things. It wasn't being heard. And you know him. He's like the ki- he's like Derek Jeter. He's the king of that coach speak. You know what I mean? After the post game, he's not going to give you anything. But when the news came out that he submitted the list of teams, I think it was like four uh, that he was willing to take a trade for, that really turned a lot of heads because now all of a sudden he was flexing that power. And I think Stephen Ross at his advanced age and all the stuff that he wants, he's like, you know what? I just, I need this. I need this. If he can give me even one championship, if the window comes in smaller than, let's say, like a Watson guy, <laughs> if I can get bro. something in the next two or three years here, Wilson we'll, we'll is the guy, bro. I'm telling you. And I'm and I'm I'm letting you know right now, next season at the start, week one, Russell Wilson under center for the Miami Dolphins. Book uh, it. Uh, All right, so, so are we going to move away from from fantasy to reality, or we just want to leave it at your fence? Whatever you think. Whatever you think. Because give me a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. there's, there's no there's no actual path for this to happen there, let's no, forget the whole tra- no let's forget the whole trade thing let's just compare the two teams as they are right now uh-huh for russell wilson which yeah. offensive line is better well he's one of the most sacked quarterbacks <laughs> in the nfl okay for, and now i'm just no, now like imagine if you put him behind the worst offensive line well in he the averages NFL. like four, 50 sacks a season he he is one of the most tackled quarterbacks i mean I'm, that's fine. O-line can imagine be fixed, if it was bro. worse. I'm just saying. O-line can him, be fixed. O-line no can way. be fixed. See, that's the one thing where you're so wrong. It's shocking no. because this team has literally <laughs> never had an offensive line. So, they, oh, you can fix it. You can. When? You make it sound like this is just like a weird anomaly that the offensive line isn't that good. No, it's not. Break, it's no, not. It's not. It's not an anomaly. Line has anomaly. Been awful, and it's going to be like that forever because we're cursed. No, okay, no, see, that's so ridiculous. It's gonna be like that because we're cursed forever. That's it. Uh, look, my like O line, uh, yeah, okay, you're right, Alex. It's a QB graveyard here. It, it has okay. been, and like I said, and and this is just him, not mm-hmm. someone who's in mind. He's just looking at the two sides. Yeah, the offensive line is worse. He's older, he's hurt. So that means instead of getting smashed 50 times, he's gonna get smashed 70 times. Okay, I'm who gonna give you better, who has the better receivers. <laughs> Uh, well, DK Metcalf uh, is great, Tyler Lockett, yeah, but that's it. After that, they oh, don't have anything else. So what? Those well, we two got, guys we got are better than receivers. Anyone. They're those we two guys. More, we, I think we have bro, a deeper core. No. Yeah. I've always been a defender that we have a good core, but to pretend that having two number ones as your two receivers, oh no, I'd rather have Preston Wilde, uh, Williams and Albert Wilson as nine number. Bro, stop look, it. No, stop. No, look, stop. look. All and right, Gasicki, like I said, we're all Gasicki guys, but he's not better than Tyler Lockett or DJ uh DK Metcalf bro. All right. You're underestimating something no, else. And okay. Do you want go to ahead, go, go to ahead, the finish. team that has not one offensive coordinator, not two offensive coordinators, yeah. but three offensive coordinators and all three of them suck at play calling. Mm-hmm. There's last year the Dolphins were super desirable until the, this season started, bro. Yeah. No like Th- this is Absolutely. not a destination for anyone anymore. This is a destination for only Deshaun Watson because he's a trash person and no one else wants him anymore. <laughs> so pretend like my like I said, and anything can happen. Finster Domus could be right, but we'll in the right. realm of reality, Ooh. there's zero Ooh. reason that this guy should ever show up, bro. I like that. Achilles Carminate, the re- the keeper of the realm of reality. I like that. <laughs> um 
All right, I'm going to give you some, uh, you know, I see what you're saying, and I'm uh, allow me to retort, like the great uh, Pulp Fiction. No, see, that's the, you're already, you're breaking the first rule of being what? a predictor, is trying to explain your predictions. No. That's the number one mistake. You well, just I'm... say your thing, and then you dip, and that's it. Because All right, well, like, I'm saying my thing, and I'm dipping. I'm just, I'm just checking. pointing out some, some, some supporting details you're, here. No, some you're, supporting. You're gonna details. tell me, oh, we can fix the offensive line. No, 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 no. I'm gonna give you some examples. I'm just giving you. I'm gonna give you some examples here. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. All right. The great Tom Brady, a couple seasons ago, was upset in New England and left what was considered a great situation to go play where, a team that was a perennial loser, a quarterback graveyard, like they said, a team that couldn't win oh, with. Whatever. Hold so on, you're comparing. I'm not comparing no, anything. Yes, I'm you just, are. You listen. are right now comparing what Russell Wilson uh-huh. to yeah Tom Brady. I think uh, maybe Bro, not in championships, but they're they're Stop. in the same class of quarterback here. They're the same class of quarterback, dude. These are t- one of the top five QBs in the league, bro. What you don't think Russell Wilson is this good, or you think Tom? I'm overrating Tom Brady. What is, what's wrong with you here? I don't think it's asinine to think that these two guys are are Tom that Brady, close to each other. I, you know, I slam Tom Brady all the time, not because he's bad, because he's I'm bored of him. Him at sixty is going to be better than Russell Wilson ever was. Look, I don't Bro, I, look no. Russell Wilson. Again, I think you're underestimating. And they, we- and they had weapons in Tampa. The problem was Jameis Winston before his LASIK was throwing 400 interceptions. The Look, problem let, wasn't the team. They if you guys, the one problem, bro. You guys listening here is it? Come on. And, all right, you guys in the chat here. Am I crazy to think that Russell Wilson is a top five elite quarterback? If I am, let me know in the chats. If I'm not, support me here it and let Achilles know. I'm just saying it he's. I, I got okay. him in the You're, same category. Like saying there's Jordan. And then there's everyone else. And the number two guy in that list in during his playing time wasn't close. I don't know, man. You can say technically they're both all top five, but the difference between number one and number three is gigantic, dude. What I was trying to get at, because I wasn't comparing them directly. What I was saying is that they're in the similar sphere here. They're in the, they're very, very uh, alike here. But what I was trying to get at is that Tom Brady looked at Tampa as a challenge and people want to be when you're at this level of athletics and competition and you've already accomplished it's different you've already accomplished something russell wilson has won a super bowl has lost the super bowl has played great has done everything he proved the doubters wrong he was a third round pick that wasn't supposed to start you know what i mean he got in there he made everything but he wants a challenge and when he looks at a team like miami the same way tom brady looked at putrid tampa bay you know, as a crap team that had never been good other than that one little brief window in the early 2000s under John Gruden, that was it. That was all that there was there in Tampa. And he looked at it like a challenge, and he succeeded. That's what athletes do. Top premier athletes go to bad teams sometimes or not so favorable destinations thinking that they can fix it, turn it around. Why? Because they have an ego. That's what all these big athletes do. They got a big, fat head, a big, fat ego. So it's not ridiculous or preposterous to think that Miami, a very nice situation, you know, with so it's many things to nice come down situation. here. It's That's not a problem. Uh, you're, you're wrong. It you're was. Wrong. It was. If you if we were having this conversation last year, I'd be like 100% Russell Wilson wants to come here. <laughs> Get out of here, Taylor. You don't know what you're talking about. Bro, come uh, on. Again, uh, this I mean, is like just make your present your 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 predictions and dip, I did. dude. I don't did. try to it's bring over. facts into it. It's over. We're not we're going to not... ruin it and show people that it's a fraud. All right, we're not going <laughs> to no more no more. Done. <laughs> done, 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 done. All done. Hold on. Wait, Alex, front new friend of the show here. Patrick Mahomes, Rodgers, Kyle Murray, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, all better than Russ this year. Okay, just so you know. Now before, he doesn't have a middle on. finger 
finger, bro. We don't know Hold how on. that's going to affect him, dude. Hold <laughs> on. Before last night's game, before he busted his finger, he hadn't thrown an interception in four games and was one of the top-rated quarterbacks considering that it's not a very good team that we're talking about in him. Seattle. That's fine, but he's not Tom Brady. Don't, don't shit on Russell Wilson, all right? Because Sierra's no. – she puts out Again, bangers. this is on we you. No, this is on you because you decided to compare him with Tom Brady. That's, and it's Again, an accurate comparison. Fault. Accurate That's comparison. That's your fault. If I'm you telling just, you. You would have picked literally any other quarterback I in the want league. you all to wear a shirt that said Finstradamus is the greatest person. Finstradamus is the GOAT when you see Russell Wilson under center week one for the Dolphins. All right? We're all wearing that shirt. There's no such thing as a zero chance. <laughs> and that's what you got on your side. All right, Alex. Russ number six. I don't know. I got him ahead of of. I'll I'll still take him over a Josh Allen and, and a Lamar that's Jackson. Or even so, a, definitely Kyler so Murray. <laughs> definitely Kyler Murray. Maybe, yeah. but not really. He's <laughs> Kyler Murray's literally just a a young, healthy version of Russell Wilson as of right now, bro. <laughs> Stephen A. Edwin and no, Skip don't, Achilles. Don't you ever compare <laughs> me to that piece of shit? No, nah, it'll be Stephen Stephen Achilles and uh, Skip. I don't Skip want to be compared to him either, but I'd rather be Stephen A. than fucking Skip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh sierra has been relative relevant since goodies and got a little famous again after future dumped her ass Ooh, music beef i like again, it i don't know like i said pinstradamus the the beautiful thing about your kind of the godfather of your realm no stradamus yeah. it's that he just <laughs> said shit it wasn't like <laughs> it's gonna happen at this time at this place because of this this and this and this, yeah. this. no he just said oh there's gonna be a thing and then people go, ah, he was so right. <laughs> <laughs> this thing kind of looks like that thing. He was so right. <laughs> we're, we're definitely on that ballpark. All right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Week one's going to be interesting. All right. We got some picks to make, but we're going to put that on hold because Gus still hasn't chimed in. By the way, for those asking, Gus is over at the FIU football game right now. I don't know the his score, but FIU was losing. This week. His, yeah, his was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Chris Greer should be on the hot seat. All his picks and our trenches suck. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, one of we the went most on... disastrous off seasons, maybe in the history of football. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's horrendous. So anyway, uh, <laughs> there's the Taylor Gus with his mom. <laughs> yep, lies. Yeah, he's out there. He went to pick her up, and then he's stopping over at the FIU game. Um, so Gus will be chiming in in a little bit and we'll do some picks. We're going to, like I said, we're still going to win you some money, but right now we have Alex Winley on. All right. You guys ready to get learned about right in the middle of my good inter in, in uh, <laughs> you know, introduction there. My connection dips out. All right. Y'all get ready to get learned. All right. Because right now, oh man, Gus is chiming in. FIU is losing 31, 13 hard times, man. Hard times out in, uh, at the Ricky right now. Unbelievable. I'm still paused up though. You know, still, still repping, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, right now let's get Alex in here. Alex, what's up, Hello. my friend? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? How are you? <laughs> All right. Yes. Look at her. What are you, what are you rocking there? What is that? A D? Uh, it's a uh, Columbia. It's yeah, it's a Colombian team uh, in the... Yeah, team damn. Team. I think I got That's my rivals. <laughs> oh, oh, you yeah. got some new ink, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? Everton logo? Uh, you got some... No, Disney stuff. Just ah, <laughs> Disney. All right, all right. There you go. Uh, Gus is sad about uh, FIU losing. Sorry, Gussie. Um, Gussie, call us in. Uh, hop on right here after we're, we're done with Alex so we can make some picks and win some people some money so Alex can go get some more tattoos. Um, <laughs> by the way, that DIM is the rival of my family's team. Is it it's, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's I'm a sorry. team in uh, 
in Medellin, in, in Medellin, Colombia, that's the they're actually the they're like the Mets to my team being like the Yankees over there. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Atletico Nacional. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. It's all good. I've actually she seen knew. him play. She did her research and she's she just trying to get you heated, bro. Oh, for sure. It's not gonna work because I went to a Clásico in Colombia and my squad won. All right, so we'll leave it at that. But uh, but anyway, uh, Alex, thanks again for joining us. Thank you for for hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at hello, Edwin. Cool jersey, March Nemesis. <laughs> uh, I'm rocking. I'm rocking the only team in Miami that knows how to win. Woo! Apparently, you know, I got. I'm. I'm. I'm throwing it up fresh here with Miami FC. <laughs> Looking real nice with my my collar and my old school Dolphins That's the colors. Best jersey maybe ever made. It is. It's really nice, man. I'm not it's gonna lie. Beautiful. This is. It's very good. It's one of like my three different Miami FC jerseys that I have already. <laughs> got quite the collection there. Um, but again, Alex, you're here. We're going to talk some inter. We're going to go through a little therapy sex- session here because yeah. it's bad. It's dark times right now up at old Lockhart Stadium. Nothing seems to be going right. Wh- how much have we been outscored in the last few games? What's the tally at? Like 15 um, to 1 or something like that? Uh, it's not good. I'm not really, <laughs> really, I haven't tallied it up, but it we is- can't count that high. I know I can't. Yeah, it's, it's too much. Let's leave it at that. Like, uh, five, six, yeah, it's it's a quite a bit actually. Yeah, yeah, it's more than three hands, and yeah. uh, you know that's not going to work out. Enters uh, in a rut. Mm. I was looking at it, and I'm thinking over here that could we possibly have gotten worse since last year, and could we possibly have been better when COVID was running wild and nobody was in the stands, and at least we were trying to play like a team like last season, as opposed to this. Because Achilles hasn't been on board at all, all season. Achilles has been, no, no, no. Even through the winning streak, he's like, nope, it's it's a sham. He called it a farce. He said it's uh, it was just people, you know, dipping the ball over the top and hoping somebody scores. These one nothing games were eventually the luck would run out, and, and it has. We've been getting smoked here. So um, where are we? Is there any hope, and what can we do? Um, well, statistically, Neville has gained more points than Diego Alonso through 24 really? games. Yeah. Um, oh, I through this many games? games? Yeah, through 24 games, which is how okay. many intermines. Yeah, no, they're technically year. better. Technically. Yeah. Wow. Because they, they have more um, points. <laughs> last year, Diego Alonso ended up uh, with 24 points through 24 games. And this year, through 24 games, uh, Neville has about 32. So in that regard, uh, yeah, Neville has uh, accumulated more points. But. No. Uh, yeah, Inter Miami is in a bit of a rut right now. Um, they still have a chance to make the playoffs. They just got to win a couple of games, but um, these last couple of matches, <laughs> well, they just got to win a couple just... games. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, they went on a run. I mean, it's yeah. possible. They certainly have the the capability. But listening to Neville in his pre match conferences, it, it's it's like he's begging his players to shoot on goal at this point, and it's it, it's frustrating for him because he, you know during that that win streak, they you saw that Inter Miami was able to you know, grind out results. There's that Chicago win. There was a Toronto win. Mm-hmm. And, but now it's, it, it feels like, you know, he talked about players wanting to play for the shirt and they're, you know, players that want to make the playoffs. It, it seems as if, you know, th- there's just a collection of players that have already given up on the season. So it, it yeah. feels very much crunch time for them. And it, it's, it's just an unfortunate situation because the way this roster is built, uh, there's just players that don't work well together. And, uh, you know, Diego Alonso, it was hard for him. And now we see it with Neville. So it, it's just a, it's a rough situation for the club all around. And, yeah, it, it's just it's just a mess right now. And with the sanctions coming uh, next year, there it, there could be, you know, some Fort Lauderdale players coming in, which could help the situation. But right now, 
it, it, it is difficult, yeah. I but mean, like, so like Neville can say all he wants, but it's his system out there that's not creative, in my opinion. Because well, it's not creative because there's no real number ten. Marlofa Bazaro is in the number ten, and now I'm going to go. You don't have to play five at the back. You can put but more numbers in the middle. The, it's not a five at the it, back. It's a back three. It's a back three. I can tweet it right now. I can tweet it right now. Back three. It's a back three with wing That's back. fine. But the wing backs always back are back, and the two guys in the midfield rarely cross the midfield line. Like it's but it's a very to me it's a very negative style. That's what that's the common misconception with a back three. It's not necessarily defensive. Look at Antonio Conte's Chelsea from what 2016. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not yeah, comparing hey, that's that's with the three. Listen, there yes, are back threes that work. This is this is not one of those. <laughs> yeah, there's no Marcos Alonso coming out and you know running yeah, that left but... wing real nice. Uh, I'm, I mean... I'm trying to explain that a back three isn't necessarily a defensive. Situa- situation right it's now. not you're, no, again yeah. you're, you're right you're right on that part right. but for inter miami it is because they don't produce any offense yeah i mean what it's... i'm trying to say is right now with the back three it's mainly down to the personnel that neville has if next year they bring in a self-pizarro and they bring in someone who can play as a 10 maybe they'll switch back to a four two three one but during that unbeaten streak defensively they were sound and like I said before, uh, right now no, the they players. Although are... <laughs> they, well, no, I'll give it to no, they, 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 they were they were during that they were streak, the bus and, no, and, they, and were, they were they were living by the seat of their pants and Marsmen saved them multiple times. The two defenders that we have right now are better at passing the ball than they are at defending. <laughs> and, the and I like Macoon because he's a a regular center back and then they he has to go out wide where he's not necessarily comfortable and that's not his fault yeah and but, i like uh, i like gregory he's awesome but the person next to him is someone who needs to be pushing up what happens is they play out the back and then everyone just gets to the sidelines and then that's it and then there's nothing else yeah and i understand there's not a number 10 but there has to be you're supposed to be the manager figure something out yeah <laughs> You I do have like good players. Just look, try something I, new. I feel like, <laughs> that's there's, I, there's, like, like that's why I liked Alonzo. Alonzo yeah. was just trying to figure out, bro. He was doing different things. The team would lose, but it was a lot of close losses. They were at least interesting to watch. This team is not interesting to watch like at all. I will. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll say this. First of all, Alex, great job on your latest uh, piece at LemonCityLive.com. The, the search for the number 10 continues. Oh, for sure. You broke it down. If you haven't read it out there, go on LemonCityLive.com. Check it out. It's a really wonderful piece. Um, again, don't listen to my my buffoon of a co-host over here. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just <laughs> he's just uh, worked up on 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 uh, on all the sucking that Miami has done in every sport. So it's kind of like you know taking its toll on us. But I will agree with one thing he says though. Uh, I feel like last season, even though it was more experimental, you know, and this guy was trying to work with what he had. I felt like we were in it more like obviously this season and you know, the recent memory here is this bad couple of run of form here right now. And it feels like we're still living and dying by a certain style. And there's been no creativity. Now, maybe he's trying creativity. It just hasn't come out on the field, but for the, the perspective, you know, uh, what is it? One person's, uh, how does that saying go? Oh my God, I'm butchering it all up right now. But one man's (laughs) perception is another man's reality. Uh, And what we're perceiving out there, what they're putting out there isn't really coinciding with what they're trying to do. It's coming off like it's just stagnant. There's been no creativity. Uh, we've established that there's no number 10 that really can 
can be a playmaker, but there is guys on this team that have had some roles. And when you're a coach at a certain level, this couldn't be the first time that you've ever encountered this this situation. You have to have some experience in how to handle this. You know what I mean? And it just seems kind of like no, we're not never because he's kind of just been gifted jobs and he stays there for like a year or two and then dips. <laughs> that could be. That could be. Uh, that could be. But I mean, Alex, looking at what we have right now and not looking into next season, are we? Do you feel like there's a chance that we could turn this around and we can, you know, roll the dice here and shake it up and find a winning formula here? Or are we kind of just at our end here? Uh, statistically, yes, they still can make it. But all this is subjective. I mean, Achilles already said his word. You know, whatever I say is basically going to be moved. <laughs> no, no, don't be discouraged by, by Achilles. He's just, like I said, angry. Uh, but I mean realistically though like how do you what's your gut telling you though like do you feel like uh, you know if you think statistically uh, we're still in it but like your gut, like what you've seen it you've watched how many minutes of inner miami this season like every minute pretty much yeah every game you know i mean you've got as as good as an assessment as anybody you understand you've seen what they're i cut off again i cut off again yeah <laughs> uh you've seen what they've been doing i mean you've seen glimpses of it when it works but compared to the sample of what you saw last season, I felt like I was a little more optimistic, at, 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 even in the downtimes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, what's going on here? Is it just the lack of offense? Uh, well, I, I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history with 2020 because, you know, there was a time uh, last season where uh, Miami, they played FC Dallas and they lost 2-1. But uh, the post-match conference, Ben Sweat, who was at the, on the team at the time, he basically came out and said, oh, I think that low block, you know, Inter Miami was a goal and then they came out of halftime and FC Dallas ended up scoring two goals because Diego Alonso decided to play the team in the super low block and defend a one goal lead for 45 minutes, which obviously wouldn't have worked with the defense we had back then. Right. And so the post-match conference, Ben Sweat, you know, he basically said, yeah, I personally think that, you know, we were in that low block formation for, for you know, too long. And, and he was right. Inter Miami, they couldn't, you know, sustain, sustain that. And so under Neville, I've, I've yet to hear a player actually, you know, disagree with anything he's done tactically. They've always put it on themselves, you know, not doing enough and, you know, it's okay. telling. And that's one of the reasons why I think they got rid of Alonzo is because, you know, sure. Chris Henderson and Phil Neville, they've really talked about, you know, wanting to bring up younger, you know, guys from, you know, the Academy into the first team and which is what they're, they're doing now. And so, well, Neville wasn't my first choice, and, you know, I did my due diligence with him. You know, I've watched women's national teams games with England, and, you know, the style he was playing with England is not the same, you know, formation he's playing with Inter-Miami, which was, was telling. He came in saying he's not going to play, he's going to, you know, he has a non-negotiable style of play, yeah. and already he, you know, what, was it 10 games into the season, he had to switch up his formation because, well, the personnel didn't fit, and like I said, well, Neville wasn't my first choice. It, it's just it's telling how every manager so far, Alonzo and 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 Neville, they've they've had to just switch up what they were they're known for as coaches because of the, the amount the 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 way this roster was constructed with Paul McDonough. And I, 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 sure. even if you were to change the coach, I don't think that you know this is something that is fixable unless you really get rid of the three DPS and some of these guys on transfer on, on TAM money, you know, just to get rid of them. It's Yes, Neville can do better tactically in, in some ways, but at the end of the day, you know, Miami needs to be more ruthless in the final third. You, you saw against, you know, Portland, they weren't, you know, shooting enough. You know, they, they got into good positions, but Robbie, 
Robinson maybe didn't shoot enough. Gonzalo was dropping deep because, you know, there's no really good creative presence because Rodolfo Pizarro is, uh, you know, a traffic cone at times. So Gonzalo has to drop deep and Robbie was occupying that number nine spot. So no one was really, it's just, it's multiple things. That's, that's the issue at the moment. And, you know, watching this team all this year, there were, there, there were highs and lows. So it, well, yes, statistically, they can still make the playoffs if they if they win. But I, I've written in my Lemon City Live pieces that they should really be looking forward to um, towards uh, 2022 because you know that's you know, that's the only way they're going to have to you know yeah. get rid of some of these these players uh, going in. And it's just uh, it's just unfortunate because I think we all saw it coming. But you know, the inner Miami, they're just going to have to ride the storm at this point and. It, it's just sad because, you know, this franchise has a, a lot of potential if they, they play their cards right. But, you know, even from the McDonough hiring, it was just, uh, you know, wrong step after wrong step. But, you gotcha. know, it, it's just, yeah, it, it's just yeah, a like mess you, right uh, now, you're one. It's, it's a there's multiple levels. It's not I'm not yes. saying it's all Neville's fault. It's not all the players fault. One hundred percent. They're trying and, to do what they can with what they got. It's just like I said. It's just frustrating to watch sometimes. That's yeah, more and, than anything. That's my my grief with the team. And you or, know what? Like I said, and not that last year's team or that Diego Alonso is a better manager than Phil Neville. But last year the body language wasn't as bad. Like yeah. when you watch some of these games, man. And it's and it's a lot of players. It's not just Iguain. The body language is just brutal sometimes. I feel you. I feel you. But I will say this. Alex brought up a point that I hadn't thought of and makes a lot of sense. And this is why she's a beast at what she does. Because, you oh, know, that's she... why she's the expert. And we're, yeah. the, you know, talking. Yeah. And, and we're, we're not. You know what I mean? But Alex, uh, the point about the players not complaining about tactics and stuff as opposed to being very vocal about it last season and stuff. like That's very telling. That's actually a really good point that not a lot of people are mentioning and talking about because that shows, hey, you know what? They're buying into something. Maybe it's not giving them the results. Maybe they don't have the personnel for it, but they're buying into something. So at least on that front there, it seems promising. But I think you're right. I think we got to focus on next season. We got to, you know, try and uh, we got to try and get rid of all these pieces that we have and kind of get a fresh start because, unfortunately, with the way the structure is in, in MLS, it's not like you know, other leagues where you could just pump in more money and stuff like that. We're, we're, hand, yeah. we're handcuffed with a lot of these things. So un- we, we we bought into some of these players thinking it was going to be something, and real quickly we ter- it turned out that it wasn't. We realized that it now, you know, maybe we got to do a more gradual approach instead of just, you know, dumping all – trying to get all those pieces right off the bat, hoping to make a splash at the beginning. Maybe, you know, get rid of them, bring in one, try it out, bring in another, try it out, and then try to find a better mesh like that. But – uh, it's going to be a fun, interesting kind of the rest of the season here. Uh, how many more games do we have left? Is it just uh, seven, seven more games? Okay. Yeah. Anything can happen. I'm not optimistic. I'm hopeful, but I'm Thomas, not optimistic. Make, it, make a prediction, bro. Vince, oh, <laughs> let me see here. Let me harness whatever <laughs> good uh, drive pink stadium memories I have from onside and <laughs> all the uh, games that I watched and all the articles that I've read from Alex. Uh, I think. <laughs> We're gonna miss it by a point. I think we're gonna miss it by a point. I think we're gonna miss Terrible it. I can't see. I can't see us going all the bro. way. I'm, I'm, I'm looking into my, you know, the future. Vince has just, to be giving us hope, bro. Vince Thomas <laughs> is just seeing what he sees, and he sees, you know, just short by a point. I think we're gonna be off by a point. You know, uh, I just, I think that's what it's gonna be. Uh, Huagi says we're gonna go seven and zero. I like that. Uh, Gus, the offense has gone cold. 
winter Miami. Gus with the always <laughs> clever puns there. He is always quick with that. Um, all right, let's change it up here real quick. We got you on. I don't want to be all doom and gloom here about Inter Miami. Something good happened last night. Oh, U.S. Baby. men's national team, huh? How about that? Two, yeah. Was a two nothing win yesterday against Jamaica. I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. care. It's a win. We're happy, right? Yeah, I I actually did not watch because I was watching uh, Josh Penn play for the Charleston Battery. He's on loan from Inter Miami. See, so a professional, just, bro. Fucking professional. Uh, I was doing my due diligence. Unbelievable. Yeah. Heck, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, Achilles watched. That's what he was watching. See, he was watching that. You were watching Charleston. I was watching Seattle and the Rams. So Achilles. <laughs> Uh, homeboy who scored, he's kind of a big deal. What what should I know about him as a casual fan that I don't know about a Dallas FC player? Because apparently it was well, really hyped. Yeah, one, he's 19. Okay. That's, that's all you need to know, first off. And he's doing what, guys, everyone since Josie can't do, which is be in the right position and just tap balls in. We're not asking them to do anything insane or, you know, bicycle that's picks. And, level, just, level, level 10 poacher. Okay. The, the men's national team has so much talent down the wings in the midfield that you just mm-hmm. need a guy who's going to be in the right place and is going to put that ball in the net. And so far, it's Pepe, bro. And if you're at 19 doing that, the, the sky's the limit. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, yesterday's game, Jamaica, it's you had to win. It this, where does this put us in uh yeah, in so they're they're last, and now we're top of the table on goal differential over Mexico because they oh. tied one one with Canada. In Azteca, which was oh huge. really? Oh cool! Yeah, I personally yeah, nice. think Canada will make the World Cup. They've got a really oh yeah, squad. they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and is, sure. is this World Cup the expanded one? Are we gonna have more teams uh, this one, or is that start the one I, after? I think the, I think Qatar is the one. Oh yeah, I mean no, is it? Well, no, Qatar's I don't think next, so. Right? I think I think, it's I think the, the U.S. one, one is the yeah, the one yeah, after because I know they're expanding it and all that stuff. Yeah, the um, U.S. one. No, this one they're just you know playing in the winter instead. So okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh, Lemon City at Cutter. We can. We got to make it happen, man. We got to start uh, putting it in the budget there. That'll be nice. We're sending uh, Winley to Cutter. There you go. I'll start setting aside like five bucks every day. Um, that'll get us a plane ticket in time. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We'll we'll have a good time with that. But all right, so the team wins. Jamaica. Look, the more than anything, they looked right. They played okay. mostly young guys. They still put Paul Ariel out there, and he was fine. He wasn't mm-hmm. bad. I'm not gonna, you know, shit on the guy like I usually do. I'm a bit harsh on him. I'll admit. <laughs> but they played just played the young guys, and they weren't scared. They weren't playing back. Like they just let him go, man. Because okay. for me, a lot of what happens is Burholter gets in his own head and starts changing things, and it messes it up for these young guys. Who, right. you know, they get all tense and they are like, Ugh. this, they went out there, they were loose. They didn't score in the first half, but they looked good. And they were just out there playing, man. And there's so much talent. Anthony Robinson has finally settled in at the left back position, which is huge. Serginio Dest is awesome. All of a sudden we have decent depth at center back. The yeah. midfield four with Adams and McKinney is great. We have infinite amount of wingers. And now we have a striker who at least, Gets the job done. Again, I'm not going to be like, he's the greatest player of all time. Maybe. He's 19. We'll see. But it just, everyone is playing right. And now yeah. we just need to see if they can keep doing that, like, on the road and not get concacaf on the road or whatever. Yeah. But it was promising. Even against the team that's at the bottom of the table right now, it's just nice to see confidence. <laughs> there you go. And that's a big thing because I think, yeah. but it's the right kind of confidence because exactly. I think it's it, confidence, not cockiness. Because yeah. I feel like that's what doomed us last world. Uh, qualifier season you know by us not making it and losing 
at the end, you know, got cocky. We thought we could just, you know, cru- cruise through it and it bit us in the ass. So uh, happy to see that the men's national team won last oh, night. Uh, so one more thing for Alex. Do we have a scouting report on the Ooh. on the guy they just signed up because of the hardship? Oh, amazing. I know he, yeah, he brought in a, actually- a center back. Yeah, he's uh, quite good. Um, a lot of those Fort Lauderdale players, they're they're really good, and uh, they're gonna be in with the first team next season. Um, I don't know if he'll start tomorrow, but he's you know he's tall, he's really uh, demand you know commanding uh, physically. He's a good defender, and he's really good with the ball at his feet, which is a plus as a center back. They they you especially know, in this system, the center backs are the the center backs being able to pass is so important. <laughs> yeah, that, that's especially in uh, this 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 back three that that they're playing right now. Yeah, I don't know if he'll start because uh, you know Breck Shea uh, this morning during the conference he did mention that he could play center back. So I don't know. Right now they're down. You know, Greg Greasel. Yeah, it's crazy. Angel, uh, <laughs> the injuries yeah. and suspensions right now. It's you know yeah. they're not the most. It's not the greatest time for. Know guys get injured, but it, it's been a long season, and they've been, yeah, running and playing hard. So I, I yeah, it was gonna catch up with them, and you know, let's see how it goes. Maybe they'll switch it back for I don't know, but yeah, um, there's a possibility he does start tomorrow on May. But yeah, he's he's a good prospect, and and next season definitely he'll be a big part of uh, Inter Miami. Nice, nice man. Okay, so for right. Lauderdale FC, some love, man. Yeah, okay. they're a really good team. They they're what a third in scoring in in that league. That yeah, they play some really good football, and yeah, they're, they're just really fun to watch. You know, sometimes I like watching them more of the first team just because offensively they're, they're <laughs> and they've got yeah. a, a proper number ten in in Georgia Costa, who's a, a South Florida native. So it, nice, it just feels nice. better. Look at Gus just throwing himself into the stream here, like he, he runs the show here. Gus, what do you think you're doing, bro? Get out of here! Uh, you're you're interrupting yeah, our time here with our guest. Um, bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're bad. You're bad. Anyway, uh, hold on, Gussie. Yeah, I'm gonna put you on hold here because all I hear is the band playing in the background. We're gonna put this guy on hold here for a second. Gus is live at the game. He's uh he's gonna chime in here. But uh, Alex, thank you. Thank Always. you so much. I learned a whole lot. Uh, maybe we can all go get lemon tattoos uh, pretty soon. That would be great. Yeah, I you would know. mind. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, man. I've I've already set aside. A, I gotta add to my to this whole nonsense that I got on this arm. I'm gonna fill up this whole forum here yeah. with uh, sleeve. Yeah, yeah, but with all like TV references of stuff that I like. Oh, cool. I'm I'm doing like an office tribute. I'm gonna do a Daria. I'm doing a bunch of old like TV shows that I like. That so is I'm gonna have some fun a with bit it. Before my time, Daria. Yeah, I know. No, right? That's, <laughs> I felt stupid saying that right as I said it. I was like, oh man, Alex wasn't even born when Daria was out there. But it's <laughs> Daria is the best show of the '90s. Okay, if you get a chance to watch it, it's literally and on legit Hulu. the best. Yeah. Oh, is, is it is it on Hulu? I'll put uh-huh. it on my list. Oh. Watch it. Daria, best. If it's on Hulu, great. Mm-hmm. That's great because it's a freaking phenomenal show. And it still holds up. I rewatched it a couple of years ago with uh, with Cindy. And as people who lived through that era and watching it again, beautiful. Beautiful. The show still awesome. holds up. It's a really, really good show. Uh, Alex, cool. thank you so much. Enjoy. Uh, Inter Miami Plays went tomorrow night? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Let's see, how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> see, we broke her. We broke her. I know how you do. Every time I'm at home, I'm like, I'm not going to watch today. I'm not going to do this to myself. And then I sit yeah. there and I watch the game. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where, where are we tomorrow? Uh, Red Bull Arena. Okay. Just to so make up there. game from earlier where they got rained out. And- ah, oh, my friend went to that game. So, uh, yeah. yeah, he's going to, I don't think he made it to the makeup. But, uh, all right. So they got that. And then the next home game is what, Wednesday? 
Oof. Yeah, Wednesday against, uh, I believe, Toronto, which could yeah. be a, a very winnable game. You know, they're not the greatest it's two. Teams. It's technically two pretty winnable games. So yeah, and maybe, maybe this will start the, the 7-0 run, baby. The road to 7-0. Yeah, I'm a Grinch, but I want them to succeed. So, yeah. listen, they're going to figure it out. We're going to grind out 1-0 victories to the playoffs, baby. Yeah, Let's go. There we go. We'll do that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Alex, we'll have you on again, and we'll celebrate together, and we'll, yeah, we'll talk sure. about it. A- We'll talk about a triumph. And uh, uh, there's no uh, Premier League this weekend, right? Because we got oh, the international no, games going international on. Break. All right. Uh, sorry that Everton lost my boy, Hamez, uh, but you guys. Uh, We're doing okay. We're doing a lot better than I expected under Rafa. Uh, <laughs> right, but, yeah, I'm so, enjoying okay. them, watching them. All right. So. Good, good, good. We'll, 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 we'll catch up on that a little later on the next show. But again, Alex, thank you so much. You have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much for, for hanging out with us. I'll tell people, please, where they can follow you so they can get all the goodies and be up to date on Twitter and Instagram and wherever else you want to share. Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter at AAW underscore 1998. Um, you can also find me tweeting bad takes at the Heron Outlet. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. I write for Lemon City, obviously, but uh, yeah, yeah, and Instagram, you know, if you ask me, I can give it to you. It's pretty public, but yeah, that's right. that's where you can find me. All right. Awesome. Remember the Heron if Outlet. Want, yeah, if you want to know about soccer, follow Alex, Heron Outlet, all that stuff. Yeah, Heron Outlet. Y'all had uh, the coach of Flor- uh, Fort Lauderdale FC on, yes, on your Darren YouTube. Yes, Darren Powell. He was super yeah, nice. Awesome. He, he broke it down for us. You know, he's super excited about the future, and everyone should. Fort Lauderdale, they're, they're a great team. There's a lot of good prospects coming up through the pipes right near Miami, which, so if you're not excited about the first team now, you know, a couple years down the line, we'll probably have our own Messi. Don't count me on it, but we'll American Messi. Into Miami Adamas. Miami Messi, bro. Into Miami Adamas over here. I don't know if I got the word right there, but we'll work something out there. But again, go check her out. Go check out her latest interview. And thank you so much, Alex. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's bring on Gussie. Uh, Gus, here he is. Oh, look at that guy live. The band is really loud. What? Can you guys hear me? The band is super yeah, loud. we hear you. We hear you. All right, Gus, you All ready right. to make people some money or what, bro? Oh, well, what are we doing? <laughs> Gus, Gus uh, read the, the the show notes before and uh, is ready. All right, Gus. I don't know if you can hear me very well. I did not read uh, the show notes at all. Okay. Oh, I I can tell. I can tell. All right. Here's what we're doing. All right. I thought I was just coming on here to talk about this crappy FIU game. No, nobody wants to hear about that. That was last. That was on Monday. We talked that nauseum about FIU. And what's the score right now? All right. Give us the update of the score. It's it's thirty-one to twenty. FIU. Looks like they're about to get a stop, so if they score on their next drive, it's pretty interesting. All right, what quarter are we in? How much uh, time it's is early there? Early fourth quarter. Okay, all right, early fourth quarter there. All right, uh, Gus, what we got you on here is we're gonna do some NFL picks. Achilles and I are gonna make people money this weekend. All right, so uh, cool. but we're going, we're we're doing the we're we're going against the spread here. All right, not straight so, up, right. not straight up. We're gonna we're gonna audit this on Monday. And see how much money we made, okay? You ready? Okay. All right. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. I like this. I like seeing his face of confusion as we go through this. And uh, this is this is actually a good vi- visual right here. If you're, for those of you watching, enjoy this visual here. Uh, oh, hey, look. Guys, I made a lot of money doing this. Wonky wants to chime in. All right. He can help. All right, Wonky, you uh, you give us your picks in the chat there. And we'll, uh, we'll go through. We'll audit you too. All right. First game. Panthers. Three-point favorites versus the Eagles. 
Okay, so Eagles at home, or no, sorry, Panthers at home against the Eagles. Panthers three-point favorites. Gus, what do you got? You went to Vegas. I'm expecting you to give me some. Panthers are so hot right now. Their hands so hot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So they're going to cover. They're going to cover. So Panthers are going to win. By more than th- by three or more, and you got you want to give me a score here. You feeling or you just the Panthers to cover? That's what you're gonna give me. I'm gonna go 24, 17. Oh, okay, all right, Killies. I like that. That sounded like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> that that Vegas confidence is still with him. It hasn't shaken <laughs> off over the last few weeks. Uh, Achilles, I know, uh, I what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Stadium I'm just gonna go against Beautiful. the grain. I'm gonna go go Philly. <laughs> oh, okay. They, so, I'm not saying they're gonna win, but I think they'll either. Keep you're it you're close saying it's a close game. Up. Okay. It's gonna be high scoring. So. All right. So I, I, so I don't see I don't see three points being the margin is what I'm trying to say. All right. So you're saying Eagles get smacked in a high scoring match. Okay. So then you're saying the Panthers to cover. They're three point favorites. But I thought if I pick. Philly, how bad we are at this it's so they don't have they they need to lose by more than three right i know i don't know <laughs> this is bad uh uh wangi i'm gonna need you to help us out here bro uh explain what the minus three is here because this is bad bad radio right now minus uh, three man minus three if the panthers win by three or more yeah, that's what cover. I thought, right? So, all right, if so Achilles. By, if they win by one or two, they don't cover. Yeah. And if they obviously tie if they or lose, lose, they don't cover. So, Panthers need to win by three. Achilles, thanks to Wonky. He's just put in the chat. Panthers need to win by three. What do you got, Achilles? Fuck Give it. it to me. Philly's going to win it. Oh, Philly <laughs> with the upset. Underdog special. All right. There we go. Uh, I'm gonna go Panthers. They're gonna cover. I think it'll be you know about a the win by like a touchdown. I think it's. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in these Eagles. Although I'm expecting to get a big game from Zach Ertz because uh, my tight end got hurt in fantasy and I just picked him up. So give it to me. All right, next game. Bengals getting three points at home against the Packers. So that means the Packers have to win by three points in Cincinnati. So Aaron Rodgers travels to Nasty Natty to take on my boy Joe Sexy Burrow. <laughs> and uh, Packers got to win by three. What do you got, Gus? Packers are a three-point favorite? Yeah, they got to win by three. Oh, easy. You got Packers in that? Easy. On yeah, the road in Cincinnati. Sure. You want to give me a score? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, 35 to 24. Oh, I like that. All right, 35-24. All right. Uh, Achilles, what do you got? Yeah, I'm not going against the Packers. You're not going against the Packers to cover. Packers are going to win by more than three. For sure. All right. Okay. Uh, Wonky, you got Packers? He barely beat Jacksonville, bro. You know what? I've been riding the Joe Burrow train. I'm feeling good. Uh, But I don't like uh, three points. I don't like three points here. I'd like a little more than three points. Um, uh, I'm going to have to go Packers as well. Packers will win by, I think it'll be by at least a field goal. They'll win it. Um, all right, next game up, Dolphins, 10-point dogs at Tampa Bay. So, P- Buccaneers got to – are the Buccaneers going to beat us by 10 points or more? What do you got, Gus? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. All right. On the road against the Super Bowl defending champions with our backup quarterback. Uh-huh. Come on. All right. No faith. No faith. Okay, so 10 points. 
So you you got it big. All right, you think it's going to be a lot more than 10 points or or right around 10, a couple touchdowns? Bro, it's going to be like 3 to 32 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Achilles, what do you got? 100% the same, bro. Okay. Like last year, my default move was automatically pick the Dolphins. Yep. Not anymore. That was last year. <laughs> this year, it's pick against them in every game. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, I'll be I'm actually gonna go uh, I'll be running some errands during the game so yeah that tells you what I think uh, yeah I got Packers big man uh, I got bucks, Packers bucks. like thirty five seven bucks, I mean bucks, uh, bucks. bucks sorry sorry I got the uh, Buccaneers like thirty five seven I hit thirty five ten maybe we'll get a field goal in there uh, <laughs> hey Gus take me to the next FIU game the fans there <laughs> he's always looking at what's happening behind you. <laughs> all right. Uh, Dolphins plus ten. Oh, you think the Dolphins? You think the Dolphins will uh, will keep it close? Is that what you're saying? Let me know. Let me know. I feel like that's what he's saying. He's, he's got saying. the Dolphins keeping it close. All right. Dolphins uh, are gonna next, cover. they're gonna lose by less than ten. Also. Okay. All right. I hope so. I hope I'm wrong. I I don't. I hope we get blown out, man. Just let let's let's get this Russell Wilson <laughs> and Miami stuff going. Uh, Browns at like Chargers. Huh? <laughs> They can still win all their games and go out and get Russell Wilson. They don't have I to know. Lose, you know. I know. I know. Not I'm just. Draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wonky says yes. He's got he's got the Dolphins to cover. All right, so maybe not to win outright, but he thinks the Dolphins are going to keep it uh, close. So he's taking the points there. Um, all right. Browns two and a half uh, point favorites. No, sorry, dogs at Chargers. So Chargers at home, two and a half point favorites over the Browns. What do you think? Hmm? Man, two and a half points. Shit, that's tough. Yeah, it's just, it's a pick em. <laughs> All right. So, Browns love playing those super close games where they either lose or win by a field goal. Yeah. I think they'll cover. I think Browns will cover. <laughs> They're not bad. All right. So, you think it's going to be a close one? It's tough, but I, I think they'll cover. Uh, say what? So, all right, so what? You got it by, like, what, 21-20 or something here? You think it's going to be that close? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm gonna say 28 to 27. Ooh, very specific. I like that. All right. Chargers, so 20, Chargers, Chargers win, win, but Browns cover. All right. What about you, Achilles? Baker's hurt, and it's just going to be Chargers in general. Oh, really? Baker's hurt? What do you know that I don't know? The uh, a partially torn labrum. Oh, okay. He tried to tackle someone and blew out his uh, his shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw it's, it. It's <laughs> non throwing, non throwing shoulder, bro. Doesn't yeah. matter. But uh, he's the kind of guy who's running around doing all types of stuff, and that hurts just living. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel good at all. All right, um, all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the Chargers. I'm gonna take the Chargers to win by at least a touchdown here. I got the Chargers at home. I think the Browns are phony. I'm not going to start picking them now. <laughs> All right. Different Bill. segment, bro. Yeah. Here's the, here's the, <laughs> it's a different segment. All right. Here's the big one. All right. Bills, three point dogs at the Chiefs. Number one defense going up against the number one offense. Bills have the number two offense. Uh, what? Who's going to give here, man? Are we, uh, you know, we've been talking about the Chiefs here being kind of suspect, but they're at home. Is this going to be a high scoring? Just who gets the ball last or what? Gussie, what do you got? Chiefs, great offense, but their defense is trash, man. They're yeah. going to put up a bunch of points, but they're also going to give up a bunch of points. I can see 
Buffalo going into Kansas City and upsetting the Chiefs. So I got I got Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo with the upset. Okay. All right. Kelly's, yeah. what do you got? I like that too. The coronation of Josh Allen. Everyone can stop talking crap about him. Go into, go into Arrowhead, make some noise, and everyone can just stop bothering that poor kid. Wow. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to still ride my boy, uh, Patrick Mahomes, man. That's I still a like him. fantasy team pick. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you know. I like it. I I think uh I think though it's it's a three points. They got to win by a field goal, and I think this game is gonna go to who has the, who has the ball last, and I think it's gonna be tied. And you know, Casey's kicker is gonna kick a field goal, and they're gonna win it. So I'm gonna go with that. Uh, uh Wonky says uh, we were right, Edwin. Panic on the KC defense. We called it the Garcia Damas pick. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, I'm gonna go Chiefs by a field goal. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I think the Bills, they've been exploited. I think we're giving the Bills a lot of props for playing some, you know, regular teams and beating them, you know. But I think this will be the big test. Now, if they what win this game, I know, exactly. But I, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm not giving it too much, you know, credit going up against the Chiefs here. So if they beat the Chiefs here, then I'll, I'll be definitely more in on the uh, Bills stock. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. I'm going to take, a, I'm gonna take those I said, points. Bro, it's the coronation. Yeah, we'll see. Well, it could be. He's not, it could he's be. not crowned yet. Yeah, so he's not crowned yet. He could be. This could be the moment, and uh, good for him. Gus, did FIU make the stop? Yes, they did. Oh! FIU yeah. with the ball? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did you jinx it, Edwin? Damn it, Edwin! <laughs> you jinxed it, my friend. What happened? What happened? As soon as you asked me the question, I said, yes, I did. Gorn throws a pick six. Oh, <laughs> no, six? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. It was so bad. <laughs> wow. That was horrible. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, with play, that, I think I should retire. Flag on the plane. Oh, okay. Keep us updated. Let us know what happens there because that's bad. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, keep you, I'll keep you updated. I can't do too much you... play by play. You know, it's illegal. Uh-huh. If you want to crown him. Lemon tattoos, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Someone's actually committed. Look at oh, that yeah. guy. Hold on. Show, show that. that little bad boy. Oh, wait up. Yeah. <laughs> hey. He's in like town. <laughs> I got tickets, baby. Boom, boom. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Um, Gussie, get back to the game. Texas. I know yes. you're busy. Uh, we're going to wrap up over here. I think we've gone pretty long. Maybe we'll uh, we'll chime in with uh, a quick little baseball here. But, uh, but Gussie, enjoy. Have a safe drive home. And uh, talk to you later, buddy. Later, guy. Bye. There he goes. He's doing his little thing. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Gus. We'll audit those picks uh, this weekend. We'll we'll find out who actually won us some money here. Um, I have a feeling I'm gonna be undefeated. I'm pretty good at this. You know, I'm pretty good at uh, pretty at picking good at these doing things. things. I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, I know. pretty much. All right, let's wrap up the show here. Let's do five quick minutes on baseball here because I'm excited. Baseball's back, or not back, but but the playoffs are back, and I get such a sponer for baseball, playoff baseball. Uh, last night, the uh, Cuban Coete, I think that's what uh, Gus was calling him, the <laughs> Randy Rosarena, the came greatest through. offseason player in baseball history, dude. Bro, it's unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> whole season, bro. This guy just comes alive. You know what I'm saying? Uh, save. Oh, Juanqui wants to save his. He says he won ninety thousand one time. Whoa. 
I gotta get this guy on here. I don't know. I'm gonna have to audit that. I want some ninety thousand tokens. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I want some receipts on that one. <laughs> some virtual coin here. I don't know if you got ninety thousand Doge coin. I don't know what the conversion rate is right now. I might have that. Anyway, uh, let me check. I, I I know there was a couple of games going on. Let me give you the most uh, the Houston one. Yeah, Houston won. Um, let's see here. Damn, 38-20. I guess that... Oh, wow. Boston has come back on the... Tampa Bay was up 5-2 after in the second inning. Uh, it's now 11-6 in Tampa. Bottom of the eighth with two outs and a man on. Uh, Tampa's losing. So, uh, looks like Boston's on the verge of tying that 1-1. This... Uh, this wild card round here is uh, ALDS and NLDS and all that stuff is uh, best of five. So remember that uh, Astros already got a two nothing lead. They took care of business both games at home. They beat the White Sox. So now the series goes back to Chicago. Giants are up right now. Top of the Bro, third on Giants TBS. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how good they are. The, the Dodgers had their best win total they've ever had, and they ever came and the they had to half. play. And they and had to play in a wild card game. Zero ground. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Uh, but Dodgers are down 2 nothing to the Giants in San Francisco. And earlier today, the Braves lost at Milwaukee 2-1. Good. Uh, good. Stupid Braves. Uh, but we do. I kind of like the Milwaukee team here. I, I kind of i am feeling them uh, a little bit. Now, we'll keep tabs on these games here. We got plenty of baseball games here. What are you looking forward to here, man? Early, you got the, the – I know you don't follow baseball as much, although this season you probably followed it more than ever before because of fantasy baseball. I feel like that kind of kept you into it a little bit. No? Okay. Maybe that I was just I can do me. like two to three months, man. And you let you tune out. I, I got you. It's hard for me. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's a challenge. Uh, what about a, uh, with this playoff pool here that you got? Who are you what's, – what's your little dream scenario here as far as uh, – I like Moneyball Rays, dude. Like, I'm all into that. I love yeah. that. It 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 negates why the Marlins cry poor all the time. Uh huh. What they do negates everything that the Mar the all the reasons every Marlins management has ever given why the team isn't any good. So as long as the Rays are doing good, I get to keep talking shit about how bad the Marlins are managed at all times. <laughs> mm. And to me, it's just and they're like. The evolution of baseball is strikeout or home runs. Yeah. That's not fun to me, man. I like what, the baseball I like is yeah. baseball. I like plays in the field. And are we going to run? And are we going to bond? We're going to like, I like total that baseball, bro. Total game. baseball. Yeah. It's become not, boomer it, bust. Who yeah. cares? Like I'll watch the home run derby. If I want to see that, that's not yeah. like, honestly, that new, that Yankee Red Sox game. It wasn't like fun. If it wasn't those two teams in a one-off game, that huh. game is not interesting. Yeah, if that was KC versus, uh, you know, pick another random team, the the Indians or something no like that. One you, Even in a one-game playoff. Yeah, nobody would watch. You watched that because it was Yankees-Red Sox, exactly. and you stuck around, and the stand homer mates made uh, had a little more impact because of who it was. Uh, I'll say this. That game sucked, but the Dodger game against the Cardinals. It was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was top-notch. And... Oh, bro, the, the cheesemongers were out in that game, dude. Oh. It was beautiful to see. <laughs> Slinging that cheese everywhere. Um, so much, Except, so much you know what? I don't want to ever watch the Dodgers play another important game because I never want to watch Canley Jensen pitch ever again. It's the most frustrating thing I've ever seen <laughs> with all those hitches and weird things he does. It's It, it reminds me, for whatever reason, softball pitchers have the same thing where it's like okay 
and then throw, it's like, bro, like I understand that you develop like a one hitch or yeah. one side, the two different, like he does the hip thing, but yeah. each one is different. And then while he's doing the second one, he's doing like a weird sexy thing with his chest. And then he also <laughs> does this move. It's like, bro, just throw the ball. Already. I get you. Much. I get you. He was a, uh, he's a little frustrating at times too. But I had him pitch. as my fantasy, that's but not yeah, boy the, can that's sling it. Problem. I but, do like that. He comes out to uh California love every time they bring him up from the bullpen. That's his intro. Well, he's a Dodger lifer, right? Uh, I believe so. Funny enough. Funny enough, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe Canley Jensen was a catcher and caught a Kershaw no-hitter in the minors. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then now oh. he's the, the closer. You, do you want a plus for the Dodgers to win it all? Nah. No Kershaw to blow it in the playoffs. Uh, I think it's better for hey, the Dodgers for him to not know. be in the playoffs, bro. <laughs> he proved it last year. He proved it last year. He, he, he got him. He got Did him. He? <laughs> yes, he got him. Uh, Wonky says the Marlins will be good next year when we sign Arenado and Story. Trevor Story. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Bring the Rockies right, over bro. to the East Coast. We can't maybe. even keep Sterling Marte. You think they're going to sign two well, Giants? To be fair, to be fair, uh, 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 what's her name? The uh, I don't care what Ing, Ing say. Ing said. Oh, Ing said that they're going to spend money. They said oh, they're going to spend okay. money. Look, look. Sure. <laughs> I, you're absolutely right. We have no reason to believe that. There's been nothing like said, in, in the books that has ever. Be, that's the thing. You, when you hear spend money, you think splash signings. They're literally just going to spend money. Yeah, they're going to spend a couple bucks. Like they're and, just going to bring in people and technically you know, spend money. Brian Reynolds or somebody who's you know a decent player, good good player, good player, but you know I not the splash signing. Like stop pretending like you're going to go out and make this team good overnight. Yeah, just bring up a Blade. Bring up whoever and just go young guys, dude. They're all really they've been those are the only people who've been fun to watch this year. Yeah. Once they gave up on the team and traded away Marte and um Duval and Duval, yeah. The only people that were worth watching were Chisholm and Sanchez and Dela Cruz and all these. Yeah, hopefully just, we get six though, you know, back and if, if he can recover. Like I said, I don't have a problem with a team just being young. And if yeah. they lose, they lose. But at least they'll be fun, and maybe we'll develop them. And in like three or four years, we'll have a good team. But just playing, bro. Yeah. Don't pretend Actually, like you're something you're not. Yeah. And if you're gonna spend money, spend it on Carlos Correa. That's who I would like the Marlins to go after. They're I'm not just saying. Spend that kind of money. You know, on I'm just saying. If if they were, if somehow you know they they were, go after Carlos Correa. I like him. He'd be uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Two. Uh, we have a stud rotation. We we're deep at pitching. We're deep at pitching, and two bats can make a special season. Absolutely. The um, team was good until they. This team got hurt. That's the only thing that kept this team from being good this year, in my opinion. Early on in the season, they just they were losing one-one games because it was this pitcher's out, now this batter's out, ugh. and instead yeah. of seeing if people got can get healthy, they just hit the emergency button and moved on. Yep. You know what I mean? The team oh, wasn't bad. <laughs> no, no, for sure, for sure. And Wangi, I know we need to spend. It's just we've it's never spent happen. on the stuff that people want. You it's know, never, they always justify it with happen, like dude. simple signings and prospects and everything. But for the first time, we have prospects. For the first time, we have deep pitching again. Just we have all them. these young guys. <laughs> we got to play them. So yeah. now you have the money. Where are you going to spend it? So we'll see what kind of hoodwink shit that Marlins do. But again, why are we talking Marlins when there's playoff baseball happening right now? Right? The Dodgers are playing. The Giants are playing. The Red Sox are playing. You got a lot of good baseball. Randy Rosarena is is the goat of playoff baseball. It's Wait, unbelievable the how person, good that the, the guy is. The only person to ever hit a home run and steal home in a playoff game, right? Unbelievable. That, that is the best. Again, I can't stress enough how <laughs> awesome baseball is. You know, how awesome baseball is that to this day, to this day, all right? 200 years. 
later. 200 years later, you still come across. (laughs) You still come across something that has never happened in the sport, you know? And uh, to me, that's phenomenal. Now, when it comes to this pool of teams, I know you were, uh, who did you say you wanted to see kind of go far? Who do you want to see? I just want the Rays to just. You want the Rays? Okay, you team Rays. All right. I, I want Dodgers. I was thinking, do I want Dodgers Astros like the revenge? You know, no, I don't. You know why? Because the Astros don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So fuck them, because you know what? We can't plunk them and we can't really make a payback for the <laughs> shit that they did. So it no, I don't want them. I want them to lose. I kind of would go for. Uh, and who do we got in the American League? We got Rays, White Sox. And then, uh, or sorry, Rays, Red Sox, White Sox, and Astros. Yeah, I think it's going to be, it's probably going to be Astros. Astros look good. Uh, let the Astros and the Red Sox beat each other up. The White Sox are kind of a disappointment here. I mean, maybe they could turn it around, you know, but I was looking forward to it. But you know what? That old drunkard uh, coach that they have. <laughs> LaRusso. Yeah, so maybe he's just, you know, he's he's fell asleep on the wheel again. Um, <laughs> maybe damn, he's not drunk enough. Maybe, like, they were doing good when he was just Passed out from drinking too much. Probably, bro. Probably. Uh, Lightning, Buccaneers, and Rays. I am jealous. Absolutely. Tampa Bay is title town. No. Title town right now. The are coming for that neck, bro. I know. I know. But we we haven't even talked about the only two good teams in this whole stupid city, bro. Well, we'll we'll, we'll save for the next one. We got to the loser town right now. So we got to talk about the losers. God, um, you need the losing to end those the heat and, and panther season needs to start so yeah. fast. like don't ever have to talk about stupid dolphins and stupid hurricanes and stupid <laughs> like, oh, enter miami throw them in the trash pile we need real teams man yeah, yeah, miami fc doing it uh yeah we signed barkov today uh that was yep. good we locked up our guys there so excited about that again panthers do it right uh, apparently, the other Panthers did throw a Hail Mary 75-yard touchdown uh, pass. So, FIU scored again after the, the pick six. So, we're back we're, uh, we're back even back again. We we're down. Yeah, back <laughs> where we started. Uh, maybe some, some magical happened there. But going back to baseball, and I want to wrap up the show on this. We've run kind of long here, but it's been a good show. Thanks for everybody for the participation. Wonky, thank you for being uh, such a constant contributor. Uh, really, really appreciate it. And thank you. Thanks again to Alex and Gus for coming in as well. Um, I know that we, we talked about this before, show, but I got to get out of here. The, the coolest thing I've seen in a long time in baseball happened at that Dodger playoff game. The first, uh, the wild card game where Juan Soto showed up to Dodger Stadium as a fan in a Washington Ugh. Nationals jersey that said Juan Soto on it with some other guy. I think he gave him his dad or his brother or somebody else. They sat, paid their own money, I'm, I'm sure, probably, and sat good seats right by the, the, the dugout, got primo seats strictly there to support their boy, Max Scherzer, who was pitching the, uh, the, the, the playoff game there. I thought that was so dope. I think, it's, I, I think it's great. He's not going to go in there repping Dodger colors because me, if I were a Nationals fan, and he, I see him wearing Dodger colors, and if he came out and said, Just I was supporting my friend. In, in street clothes. He doesn't nah, have to be in Dodger clothes. He was repping his squad. Weird, so, like, if he was wearing a Scherzer jersey, no. that might have been cool. Well, I, maybe he was. Maybe he was. Jersey. You know, to be fair, Bro, I don't know if he wasn't. I don't know if he wasn't. Douchey move. You know I don't know if you, you know what category that puts him in Marlins what? man category. No, category no, be, how bro. dare you? He did it how on dare purpose you? Don't ever say that again. He was in his stupid nationals Jersey. 
Now, oh, God. he was he's he such was a great, interesting player, and that's such a douchebag move. <laughs> no, that was great. It was great because first off, right now he just scored so many points with all of Washington, and he doesn't care about you in Miami. He doesn't care about anybody else. He cares about his fandom and his fans over in Washington, and all of them were like, "Yo, our guy was out there as a World Series champion, supporting his friend over there, but he repped the right colors. He was repping Washington. He was Nats all time. I'd no. be embarrassed. Oh, that was if great. Was a, it was if phenomenal. I was a Marlins guy, and someone got traded to a playoff team, and some idiot showed up in their actual oh, Marlins jersey to a different so wrong stadium, on this. bro. Come you're on. so so wrong on this. This was. Do they not watch Seinfeld? You cannot be in the primo seats wearing the other team stuff. I know. Well, I know the can't. Orioles hat. It's fine, but you can't be Elaine wearing an Orioles hat at a Yankees game in the box seat there. But you can't be Juan Soto nah. being a professional baseball player, borderline MVP, and doing that. That was great. I like that's it. like Mike Piazza walking around the beaches in Baywatch wearing his <laughs> own jersey. That's not how humans act, bro. That's <laughs> how it is, bro. It was phenomenal. That's it was like, great. Like, like when other NBA players show up to other players' games, they're not there and like, oh, I'm going to wear a jersey. They dress up like regular no. people and support their guys, bro. That's hey. so dope. No, no, no. That was dope. I liked it. I thought it was a cool touch. I thought it was swag. He could have gone yeah, in there incognito. Cringe, bro. Of course you like the cringe uh, thing. It, it could, he could have gone in there incognito and not shown anybody, but he went in there and he repped it and he made sure Max Scherzer, and Max Scherzer right after the game went up to him and was like, God, oh, they cheered and everything. And then he went to celebrate with his boys in Dodger. My, by the way, Max Scherzer was shirtless too. He had like ripped jersey and everything. It was great. <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, Mad Max. Great. I love watching that guy pitch. He's, he's so good. He's so intense, bro. It's like, it's the bro, two color eyes, dude. Oh, that two color eye Marilyn Manson <laughs> thing going on, bro. It's just extra power. Uh, unfortunately, with the Yankees, when I saw Garrett Cole pitching, um, just just looked bad, bro. Just looked bad. Didn't uh, didn't look like he had looked rattled. Oh, looked like a moment got away from on Garrett Cole. So, um, uh, David Samson does the Levitard show, right? Uh-huh. And they were talking about that, and <laughs> he said that the reason Garrett Cole wasn't good in that game is because it was cold, and since they got rid of all the weird sticky tack rules. Yeah, what players do is they need more sweat to get that traction, and that it was too cold, and that Garrett Cole relies on that sticky shit so much that because it was cold, he wasn't any good. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say, but it doesn't not make sense. <laughs> mm, I could kind of see it, but. Samson, uh, Garrett Cole, after they got rid of the sticky stuff, still put on all-star numbers, and it wasn't always in the heat, and it wasn't always sweating, and it wasn't always this year full of shit. It was in the summer. It wasn't the fall classic yet, dude. uh, Get out of here. I'm not buying that excuse. Uh, (laughs) Samson, he might hit hit on some stuff, but he's, that guy's a clown. I just thought it was like a weird thing. But it isn't interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are like, fuck, I'm not sweaty enough. I can't throw my nasty stuff. Yeah. Uh-oh. Update from FIU. Dagger. 45-27. Panthers about to lose. Two minutes left. Coming straight from Gustavo. Dagger. Stop. 45-27. Stop. Panthers about to lose. Stop. (laughs) Two minutes left. Full stop. (laughs) Send. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That's it. That's this mount right there, bro. Fuck it. Uh, Big... And I, I keep getting cut off. Big thanks to everybody, Gus. Thanks for, for chiming in. Uh, sorry you had to endure that uh, painful FIU game. Man, we can't even beat Charlotte. 
uh, hard times. Thanks again to Juanqui, Taylor, everybody else. Alex Thanks was helping Alex us out. for bringing when... actual, you know, scientific facts. Not yes, for, for doing that. And remember, everybody, <laughs> we'll be wearing week one. Those Finster Domus is the GOAT shirts. Uh, I'm going to start designing them already because it's going to be a good time <laughs> next season for, for Dolphins fans. So, again, thank you, Five Reasons Sports, for hosting us. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Remember, hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that follow button. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a great night, everybody. Bye bye. I wrote a song about it, like the kid here go. Oh, no! How dare you? Stop being a bitch. Oh. With us, you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.